people. We're going to have a, a quick conversation here that, I, I mean, it's a it's an interesting story, and there's there's a lot of people saying, we got we got to come up with some better way of doing this. The case that we're going to be discussing here happened in Edmonton last November. Um, there was a fire, and uh, when fire rescue got to the house, uh, they found close to 700, 700 uh, reptiles and amphibians in the home. And um, according to officials who were there, these animals had been severely neglected. Uh, last week, they charged a 31-year-old man with 37 counts um, under the Animal Cruelty Section of the Criminal Code and 89 counts under the Animal Protection Act of Alberta. However, it just adds fuel to the fire and and, and the case that people have been making for some time, saying we need to have um, better protection, specifically when it comes to exotic pets in the province of Alberta. And joining us now to talk about that, we have Michelle Hammers, who's the campaign manager of World Animal Protection. Michelle, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. This case in particular, as I say, close to 700 reptiles and amphibians, you know, apparently very seriously uh, neglected, didn't surprise you, did it? It was heartbreaking, but indeed it didn't surprise us. Um, as you mentioned, there are very little regulations to protect these animals. Um, there is no regulation regarding how many people or how many animals an individual can keep, nor are there any regulations around the breeding of these animals. So this happened in, in Alberta, but I mean, we've seen it in Ontario, we've seen it in BC, um, these types of fires killing hundreds of animals. Um, for, for lack of a better term, I mean, I think we've probably all heard of puppy mills where people just breed you know, dogs and crank out puppies one after another. The animals are neglected. Is it a similar kind of a situation here? I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah, that's exactly it. This, this, these are reptile meals. It's the same idea. Yeah. It's a high number of animals kept in a small area, and they're only worth something as long as they can breed. And the conditions with the, in which they're kept in are, are often quite problematic. Like these animals that are wild animals aren't able often to stretch, stretch their bodies. They don't have access to natural light or any natural features for that matter. And that's the entire life. That's their life that they, that they live. Um, what types of regulations and rules are there? I mean, I used to keep fish, and I know even some fish, thinking of, you know, arowanas and things like that. There were regulations around certain species. I mean, even fish. Are there no regulations at all in terms of exotic pets in Alberta or, or reptiles and amphibians, at least? There, there are some regulations. Alberta does uh, regulate the keeping of animals um, as pets, um, but those regulations are historically based on mammals, on animals that can actually inflict harm, like, like you know, big cats, monkeys, bears, those types of animals. Okay. There are more than 10,000 reptile species, so if you would subtract the number of reptiles that can actually inflict harm, like crocodiles, venomous snakes, you leave thousands of reptile species unprotected, and these animals are introduced into the exotic pet trade and can then be exploited. So the laws are to protect the people keeping the animals, not the animals from the people? Historically, yes. Um, what do we need to do? Is there other jurisdictions we can look to and say, okay, we, we need to bring in some of these kinds of rules and regulations? I mean, this guy was charged with a bunch of offenses. Yeah, there are several things. So there are animal welfare um, regulations in place, and we're really pleased to see that the police acted on this and that they are using you know, the regulatory tools that are available um, to bring this case forward. Um, but what we're advocating for is applying a precautionary system. 
So at the moment, there is a list of species in Alberta that you cannot keep. What we're saying is have a list of species you can keep. Everything else is protected. So this will prevent really uh, animals that are newly discovered or animals that might not be in the exotic pet trade just of yet to be protected. And then the onus is on the pet industry to show that these animals can be kept safely, humanely, and that they don't uh, uh, put extra pressure on biodiversity and wildlife populations. Well, aside from the species, Michelle, what about just the way that the animals are kept? It sounds like in this instance, you know, 700 of them and and officials saying they were severely neglected. I mean, those rules, are they already in place? Is that the charges that this person is facing now? I mean, are those rules adequate? So there are some animal welfare regulations, but typically they tend to be a bit vague. It's about, you know, making sure an animal um, gets enough food or appropriate food, appropriate water, those kind of things. Again, Regulations have been developed mostly to protect mammals and the more uh, charismatic species, as we might call them. And reptiles, amphibians, uh, birds, fish, they're often overlooked. It also comes from the place that we often don't even know how to be uh, uh, keep these animals properly, right? Like yeah. usually because the wild animals, yeah. you should keep them in an environment that very much reflects their wild habitat and like be, uh, make them able to like engage in natural behaviors. Um, but these types of protections are often lacking. Yeah, it's an interesting discussion. Michelle, thanks so much for uh, for joining us today and giving us a little insight. Thank you.